Listening to being Jim Davis, Mr. Cool Cat, colon, meow. It's true. My name is Jonathan Gibson. I'm Jim Davis. My name is Jonathan Gibson, and Ryan Pfeiffer is hosting today's episode. Here he is. What? Uh, uh, you're, uh, <laughs> hello. It's Saturday, September 1st, 1984, <laughs> and during the 2,267th ever Garfield strip. That is all. Now, I mean, Ryan will describe strip, the strip in great detail. Please stand by generating automated synopsis, hair follicle integrity at risk of critical failure. <laughs> yeah. All right. So in the strip, Murphy points his handgun at the henchman and tells them not to move. The one who had declined the cigarette quickly reaches oh, for his shotgun no, I don't to like point this. at Murphy. <laughs> I don't like this. No, make it sit. No, make it <laughs> Yeah. The second listeners, something weird has gone wrong with the Zoom call. Ryan Pfeiffer's uh, audio has cut out, so we'll just have to um, continue on to the Garfield. In I want to hear more about panel. I want to hear panel one. I want to hear more about this. Uh, John and John and Garfield are there, and John says, no, I want, "Do you know I, what I want worries to hear about, me?" Garfield? I want to hear about RoboCop. I don't want to. Okay. Ryan Pfeiffer, it's Chris time Peter's for us to ask our question that we ask every guest on the show. <laughs> have you seen the movie RoboCop? Um, I have, not for a while. Okay, I was watching through. Millicent, put like a little ding noise in there. Like ding, ding, I'm not the first person on the podcast to have seen the movie RoboCop. We have successfully, but the people who completed our podcast quest, maybe. To find a person who has seen the movie RoboCop. Thank you for joining <laughs> the us who on this subscri- journey, who listeners. described the movie of a four did not do so in adequate detail. The podcast is over. We are now complete. We found someone who's seen the movie RoboCop. Oh, whoa. Did you like it? How was it? Yeah, it was all right. That's all we needed to know. <laughs> all we needed to know. That's all we needed. You had me at, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> there was a remake of the movie RoboCop where each scene was by a different director. I kind of want to watch that. Oh, that's, There's that's a, wait, really? One of the scenes was by the Lasagna Cat people. What? Actually. That's Yeah, cool. they do the scene where RoboCop shoots a guy in the dick. <laughs> in the dick. <laughs> yeah. Um... No, but t- this was not my idea. Okay, to e- to email week by week, <laughs> summarizing the movie RoboCop. It was it was you had two different ideas, and I just combined them. I, I mean, I feel like you're trying to escape. Um, no, okay, that's fine. I don't like. I don't know. You got to take responsibility for your own actions. Like if you email and now this arc has Robocop, come to a close. You know, you can't be like, oh, it wasn't my fault that I emailed an email about RoboCop. I had no choice. See, that's not... I was literally... I literally was told not to stop. This is... Okay. This is... I mean, have you... Have you read Eichmann in Jerusalem? What you're describing right now is the banality of evil. Um, Not describing. What you're exemplifying right now... Is the banality evil is a little strong? The banality of <laughs> I don't know. 
This is the type of books I read. I'm in the middle of reading The Bad Guys, Volume 2. Listeners, right, Ryan so. Pfeiffer just That's... showed us The Bad Guys, Volume 2 by Noam Chomsky. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is secret go- uh, ghost author of that, correct? Co-written by um, Noam Chomsky and Rene Giraud. Do you, anyway, do you notice we keep hearing about Rene Giraud these days? What the fuck? No, no one notices. Everybody's that. talking. Suddenly, everybody's fucking You're talking about Rene Giraud. It's like I don't know. It's he's fine. It's not a. It's like suddenly there are all these devotees of Rene Giraud. Okay, fine. Go on. I still think you guys should watch the movie RoboCop. I wish we talked about Foucault <laughs> I'm not against more. It. We never I'm talk not, about I'm, Foucault. I feel like that would wrap it up pretty neatly. <laughs> wrap up what? Or to ha- or to have that guy on. There was that one guy who's, who who someone mentioned oh, that was like a big fan of the movie RoboCop. Mur- who you're Murphy? not on yet? Murphy. Murphy's a big yeah, fan yeah. of RoboCop. Yeah, yeah. Get a what, what's his name? P- Peter whatever. That's his name. What's, what's it? Might have been Dolph Lundgren. I'm not sure. Uh, no, Peter it was Weller. not Dolph Lundgren. Peter Weller. Peter Weller. Get Peter Weller on here. I'm not okay. sure. I will Dolph. email Wait, Peter okay, Roth, okay. Peter, see if he's Our interested. DMs in, are open. Dolph Lundgren, right, if you're listening, you are no longer invited <laughs> on the <this> show. <laughs> All right. Uh, Garfield and John are sitting on the fence. Still. Um, well, Garfield's standing on the fence. Garfield, John is standing behind it. They're both, like, hunched over it still. And they have pretty much... The, they're pretty much the exact same position in all three panels, which is the same position they had in yesterday's strip. But in panel two, Garfield is doing what he did in panel three of yesterday's strip, where he has his hand on John's shoulder. It's like, like the exact same pose. I like it when Garfield has his hand on John's shoulder. That's I like nice. it when a cat like this has this gives like me strong like him, early two yeah. thousands webcomic vibes where they copy and paste the same frames over mm. and over. <laughs> this this is this reminds me of that. Yeah, um, it's like a red meat. But he is drawing them over. I had he's, forgotten he's about red frame. meat. Red oh, meat you is can't like forget about red meat. That's like pre web comics, isn't it? Like I bet was he yeah. do, was he using like a Xerox machine or something? To make <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've don't. never heard of this. No, you're too never young. Heard of red meat. You're too young. This no. is like yeah, a 1990s true. pre. Yeah. It's like you know, isn't all the zines? You remember zines, <laughs> yeah, right, John? I see. We used to read yeah. those zines all the time. Because of how yeah. countercultural. Well, this we is are. more like just indie comic stuff, then. Huh? And now they don't have them anymore. Now you can't get um, a zine to save your life. Do you know what worries Listeners, me? Listeners, don't write us in about how zines are still a thing. That's John. And then, in- my grandfather was bald. Mm-hmm. My dad is bald, and my brother is bald. And Garfield is reaching out caringly and thinks not to worry. It would be funnier if John Arbuckle said, "Do you know what worries me, Garfield?" And then in panel two, he said, the specter of nuclear al- annihilation. <laughs> the state of the world. Yeah, those yeah. are all, you know. It's 1984. Yeah. It's the new Cold War, baby. Cold War, Abel yeah. Archer, oh yeah. <laughs> you know what worries me, Garfield? The rising climate. Not in 1984. Not in 1984, no. Nah, that wouldn't well, be a worry. He's I mean, just John's very, he's just, he's, he's ahead of the curve. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. He's a trendsetter. Mm. Uh, John Arbuckle invented the internet. <laughs> John Arbuckle said, "Do you know what worries me, Garfield? What if social media creates unpo- uh, you know what creates perverse incentives and dis 
Yeah, something, something. You know what worries me, Garfield? What if if a man with much too much money bought one of the most popular social media, yeah, for billions of dollars? Rupert Murdoch. Rupert Murdoch. Um, He's got a lot less money now. I like that. Yeah. People have very Um, strong feelings about that one, positive and negative. And I find that I'm not sure if I care. This doesn't well, you don't. Neither you don't there. use that social not media. I'm not on it. That's true. Oh yeah, you, you, not anymore. You should. You should. You should care. I don't know if I should. Well, your the social media you use is already like uh, owned by uh, messed up billionaires. I stopped. Oh, oh the, yeah, the Instagram. I stopped. Posting, yeah. I stopped posting photos of my feet. I don't. I just no. let that one. I just let that one slowly <laughs> die. No. Did you start posting other stuff. Yeah. Now it's just my penis. Um, Anyway, <laughs> in panel three, I started posting pictures of my food. So now, on being Mr. Boop, I would say, "Well, I mean, we're wrapping up now." But I would say at Food Eater ninety eight on Twitter, I only post pictures of my feed. That's fun. Eh? That's fun. Eh? Yeah. yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, Garfield thinks in panel three, you are probably adopted. Hmm. Hmm. Not a good joke. He couldn't get his hair. I mean, okay. Here's here's a here's a more likely explanation for John not going bald. Mm-hmm. His his hair is colored like his hair. He gets his hair from his mother. What if his mother's not going bald? What if Garfield had responded? <laughs> not to worry. We will all die in the coming nuclear winter. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you make a good point, Ryan. That John's hair is much more similar to his mom. You do get it from your mom's mm-hmm. side, I think. Do they, yeah. Is that in general? I have heard that male pattern baldness is inherited from the mother's side more than the father's. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's true. Well, but know. Doc Boy clearly inherited it from his father. Mm. So maybe maybe Jim Davis just doesn't know well, we about don't genetics. Know, we don't know about uh, what's on the mother's side. Like we'd I mean, have to see Garfield, yeah. John and John and Doc Boy's mother's brothers to see what's on their side. My father, oh, or or her father, is, right? is bald. Or no, very, no, he's very no, bald. But my grandfather on my mother's right. side is not. Mm. So I'm like, okay, hopefully it'll be fine. I never knew my father. Mm. Um, I don't think that's true. Well. Yeah, okay, that is false. No, when you put it that way, <laughs> you know, it, it sounded true when I said it, and then you... Yeah, that's not true. Yeah, you put it up for verification that it it's is false. True. I've met yeah. my father on many Unverified. occasions. Chris, you're not getting a blue check mark. It's falsified. Unless you have $8. Yeah. Uh, I know yeah. this is a Twitter then, joke. Then anyone yeah. can. So it's a Twitter joke, yeah. I don't know what that is. Um... Yeah. You've been listening to <laughs> what's happening. Like I don't know. They're all. It was just some other billionaires before, right? Were they better? I don't know. Was 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 the I mean, Twitter guy a billionaire? Nazis. Uh, mm. I mean, I don't know. Like I dropped off Twitter years ago, and it seemed like yeah. there was no shortage of Nazis at the time I left. Yes. Um, <laughs> That's 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 correct. I wasn't I wasn't like, well, I'm quitting this social media platform because there's insufficiency of Nazis. Um, yeah, but like some of them were banned. Like a percentage of them were banned. Oh, 
Well, like it's you. like that scene in, in 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 Ghostbusters where all the ghosts come back to life. Mm. Uh, that's a great scene. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Like that we, all the ghosts came back to life. Because they're like crawling out of the sewers. Make America great again. Staff were laid off, and that's why they came back. That's why the ghosts came cool back. Cool soundtrack. Yeah. Because yeah. the content is not being moderated. Yeah. Thank you and good night. Who was hosting this one? <laughs> Listeners. You've been listening to Being it's Jim Davis. Something is happening here, but you don't know what it is, do you, Mr. Arbuckle? Please, please write and review us. Pl- Thank you and good night. Please moderate our content. I'm ambivalent mm-hmm. about this audience. It's not my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> when you, you're ambivalent, hey, Ryan Pfeiffer. Ryan, I see you out Ryan, there. When you say you're ambivalent, <laughs> thanks for listening. When you say you're ambivalent about the Being Jim Davis audience, you know that like. 66% of our audience is just you and Lisa Dupe, right? Like, like, if you, I stand by my statement. <laughs> you have mixed, mixed feelings about yourself. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows